Okay, I'm going to say it again. I am excited about this podcast and I've been very worried where it's going to go. Tony B, honestly, this is this is one of the things that I stay up at night worrying that I'm going to say the wrong thing. Uh, but no, I think this is going to be really exciting because this one is about Zan and Tony B <laughs> podcast. Yeah, well, what are you worried about that you're going to say the wrong thing and I'll edit it and leave it in? <laughs> no, no, no. I said from last week, we're going to go raw. This is this is bareback right here. Whoa! Yeah, we're going. We're not editing this at all. This you didn't tell me about this. This is like casting couch situation. Straight out, Mike, Mike on Mike. We're drinking our VBs, and I don't give a shit. This is going to happen right now. We are going Zan and Tony B behind the mic more than music episode right now. That's it. Episode eleven point five. <laughs> I think I think it's it's quite apt to do this now because we're, like a few people have reached out to us mm. about like hey wh- wh- how did you guys get to what you're doing and what what's how do you do what you're doing and how do you get the artists that you've got and mm. all that sort of stuff and how this all began was so beautifully organic it was and I actually if I had to think about it right now it didn't sort of yeah we didn't plan it because Obviously, with our backgrounds, you know, I, I do the DJ side of things. In, like, I've been in the music industry for a long time, um, but very, we're very different from where we came from. Um, yeah, so I think obviously finding my ground in radio, it sort of just came from a, a few things in the past, obviously. Um, which we'll get into uh, very soon. I, I don't know where you want to begin, Tony B. Should we go one-on-one here? <laughs> well, I think I think we should just lead straight into, here you go. This is episode 11.5 of More Than Music, Behind the Mic. So I think where I started loving radio is I was at school. I actually had a friend named Anthony as well. Um, that wanted to do radio stuff. Not you, obviously. He was Italian as well, which is really weird. What? <laughs> There's another Anthony in your life? <laughs> and we used to do a school radio. And I used to love I used to love it, but I'm very shy, which is, it sounds a bit weird. Very shy. Like, you put a camera in front of me. Uh, I just, I hate it. I, I, I blank out. I do some weird faces. Probably doing some weird faces right now. Um, and I love the concept of radio because you get to, it's sort of like DJing. Obviously, it is DJing, but it's like where you know you get to do what you love, and people have to, sort of have to listen to what you have to say, or love it, or hate it, whatever. Sort of like a dance floor. Mm. And then when it happened at school, I used to love it, and then I kind of thought, I don't know work with radio guys, put my mixes on radio, and then I worked a lot with KCB, um, and he. Oh yeah, shout out to KCB. He's, yeah, I mean Casey Baker, an awesome voiceover, and Fo- KCB Fox, Fox A, everything. He's on everything. He's yeah, and I mean Casey's. He's a gun audio editor, uh, gun mixer, gun image producer, gun musician, uh, dance music producer. Honestly, he's an across the board. He's someone I've always looked at as quite an inspiration in this space. Um, so. Hearing, I remember talking to you. How did this all begin? Um, one of the earliest stages of how, when I met you, was remember when, like, I've always been an uh, audio 
producer and sound designer. Mm. And quick background on me was like, I, man, shout out to Stella Entertainment. Like they, I was producing radio shows and, and pre-recorded radio shows for like Qantas and Virgin. And that's that's so cool. And I, think I, you me- I remember you telling me that. I was like, as soon as you said Qantas, I was like, I, I'm sure I fell asleep to one of you. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for falling asleep to one of my shows, bro. It was just a deep voice that was talking. No, to but it wasn't was me. Plane. It wasn't me doing it. I was always Produced behind the scenes yeah. and talking about like uh, never seeing yourself in that space or, or even just just being quite nervous. Mm. Like I always just saw myself as a behind the scenes person. I love audio. I love everything audio from music. You look at my playlists and it's a, an array of music and. I remember meeting you and I remember you coming down to my studio and you were like, oh, um, man, I, I wanted to like work with you and, and learn a bit about uh, voiceovering. And I remember after a couple of things, I was like, dude, when you talk about voiceovering, like, what do you mean? And you saying, oh, like, I'd love to be an announcer on, on air. I was like, oh, that's a whole other kettle of fish. I'll never forget swapping out the Sennheiser 416 to one of these and sitting, you sat down and man, it just changed. I remember sitting there recording you being like, dude, you've got it. Like you're a, you're a gun personality and you're a gun like Mm. announcer. And then we started like workshopping stuff and piecing stuff together. And then before you knew it, we threw a demo together, which was just you with the Zanon show. Mm. And I was co-producing and we put this show together every week. I think it was on a Friday at that stage. Yeah, yeah. We had peak hour. And with your connections in the music industry, like whatever we could do, it was just a variety of different music, different people and getting music and get, getting artists out there. And I was there going, fuck, like this is awesome. This is so much fun to be part of this because that was the one thing of my job that I missed from over at Stella was – from working in radio as a sound designer was oh, I missed that like fun, almost live aspect, mm. the pre-recorded live. And we put that, put the show together and it slowly shifted into like, we had some fucking crazy people on, on there. Like we had Bow Wow. We had um, Getter, man, we had My- Maya. We- some of the artists that I've never thought, Eric Bellinger came uh, hang- hanging out with exclusive with like everyone. Yeah. And which is and we had like such a tight team back then. Not saying that we don't have a tight team now, mm. but we had like our resident DJs, MJB, mixing up like more of your urban, more, more hip hop, hip hop. That don't be now is dance. Yeah. yeah, MJB, Justin, and we played a lot of urban stuff, a lot of irrelevant club stuff, and and we're very, we were very raw. Very, yeah. very like, let's just go live on this. Oh, bro, I've listened back to the shows from way back when. It wasn't great. Like it was, it wasn't. It was great that we enjoyed ourselves. Yeah. But it wasn't great that it wasn't radio produced. It wasn't, well, it wasn't produced properly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> it wasn't – not that it – it was at a point where, like, we were having fun. And, and we are having fun. Like, right now, we're having fun. But it's gone to the point now where it's, like, not seeming cocky, but motherfucker, we're good. And like talking about yeah, where people it, are fucking scared. This is the problem, though. <laughs> you say that because people are are pushing us back, worried. But we're getting feedback that we're good. Yeah. From 
non-radio people. Yeah. That's that's the problem. And and that does sound cocky though, doesn't it? Well, but not really. I mean, like we've 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 for one hour show, like we here's what happened. ASAP <laughs> <laughs> Ferg, we did an interview with ASAP Ferg a little while ago, and that was if you dial back the podcast a bit and you haven't heard it yet, like we we broke some rules to get an interview with ASAP Ferg and there were some radio people annoyed. There were some record labels annoyed. But we looked at it and went, fuck it. We, we got the interview. That's our job done. Like, we got a good interview with him. You, you got me, like, rapping against him. And it was fun. And we're about creating good content and great content. And from that, straight after that, we were f- almost forced to hone our craft a bit more. And I'm not... At, at, at first, I was quite disappointed at it, going like, don't tunnel us into an area. But we've grown into, like, we from that, we got listed on Radio Today's yeah, top Radio 20 Today. new talent to Shout watch. Shout out Radio Today. Love yeah, mad, mad respect. Because we looked at it and went, oh, shit. No, like, we're kicking goals. Mm. Even though, like, COVID was just about to hit and we hit Radio. Like, we've hit some massive achievements and... Like from some of the biggest points in like what we've been doing to me has been that because that was the point where I went on oh, nah, like we're on this for a ride. Like almost that like Fast and Furious ride or die type thing. Mm. It's like, nah, good content, great content is worth anything because our listeners and the fans of these artists need to hear the story no matter any of the admin back-end bullshit. Yeah, they don't yeah, need to worry yeah. about that. Yeah, we need to just, get yeah, that content. Yeah. That's our job is to get that content. But people want that. They're, people want the finished product. They don't care about where it came from. Yeah. Just, it just isn't to what it is. But I think at the end of the day, there are a lot of people out there, even the up-and-coming, you know, people that want to be on radio, DJs, all the industry, want to see where it did come from and, you know, if they ever wanted to get there as well. It is a shit show it is a shit show to get mm. to where you want to be but in saying that you have to find the right person to take you there or the right place to take you there and in our instance we found the chemistry that mm. worked very naturally i feel like we could run a show without a run sheet very easily even with the asap Ferg you brought up we had no run sheet yeah <laughs> um i probably didn't know half his songs i know one song and it's probably a remix for him but in saying that, we've had artists in here that we don't even know who the artist is and we, we sort of just go with it because we know where we're going to end up with this conversation. Yeah. The pinnacle moments for us was ASAP Ferg breaking the rules to the Radio Today thing Yeah. to Festival X. The main turning point for me, and I know I said this in the Festival X episode, but the main turning point for me in terms of me going, wow, I'm not that behind... I don't want to be the behind-the-scenes person anymore. Mm. The way we interviewed and the our dynamic together should not work. It shouldn't. A perfect example is the interview that we had with Steve Aoki mm. at Festivalworks. Man, like I got home, I got home that day <laughs> and went. This is what you want to do. Well, what I want to do, but the way that interview went, like our prep for interviews are so different. And I'm not saying this in a negative or positive way. I'm saying they're different. You're a very pop culture focused interviewer. Yeah. And I'm a very back end in depth of like, I looked at Steve Aoki. I went 
to you researched him you yeah did, i yeah, went yeah. to look at like what he's what he does and he has aoki foundation and we were there so you listen <laughs> to the interview gonna back this up a bit because i remember when we got there at festival x i remember at the front you were like hey man i have this sheet of stuff that i've researched and i'm like i looked at it and i was like i have not researched anyone here mm. and then you say this and it's funny that you say this because I would never do it because I want to be real with these people and I don't want to think about what I want to say to them. Yeah. But it's good that you do it because otherwise, what the fuck? Well, but, that, but that's the thing. No, like that's the thing is you've got the interview with Steve Aoki. You've got the start where we have so much fun with him where you've got him talking about the type Hair of... Yeah, the type of shampoo and conditioner he uses. And then the end from that it talk we talk about his music and we talk about everything. And then we talk about Steve the the Aoki Foundation and he's there talking about brain research and being in the lab with scientists. And I go, There's no there's no way that those different interview styles should work. But they do. And the reason why is this chemistry that we have, not only as like partners in the show, but Mm. As mates, it does. It, it shouldn't work, but it does. Okay, and and, and this is where this is where I want to really draw the line here. And now I'm really thinking about it. Zanon and Tony B shouldn't be a thing yet. It shouldn't be a show yet. Yeah, because Zanon and Tony B should be. When this was announced, Zanon and Tony B should be a drive show, morning show, breakfast show, proper show, paid for. Let's be honest, paid producers. Everything should be done for it. Content, guys. It, it, it's a full-blown show. So it's like we've... I feel like it's con- the concept of fake it till you make it. In a small, weird sense, we what do you have... Mean? Okay, so we have this concept. We are big. We, are, we have the chemistry. We have Zanon and Tony B. And we are, we want, I want to see this on a billboard purely based... And this is not cocky. This is, this is me saying this should happen because... It should be bigger than what it is, but we've just gone. You know what? I don't care if it ha- I can't wait anymore. I need to have. It needs to happen now. Even if it's a one-hour show on a Sunday, we have. You know, there's. You know, the reach is maybe two hundred thousand across Australia, Sydney, whatever, and we don't. We don't get any assistance from where. You know, where we. What we're doing. Well, that's. Time. It's one point that should be made clear. Like everything you hear is all us. Exactly. So, as I'm like saying, the mixes are you. We're the mix or whatever shit, DJs come through, yeah. but the mixes are you. The audio yeah. is me. Us two in the studio. Like everything the <laughs> is recorded, produced, and done by us. So this is the thing, though, and I and I see this in the big picture. I feel like when I look at and I'm looking around now, and obviously if you're watching this, you can see Zan and Tony B. It's very, very well marketed, and it's all us trying to make this big. And we hear the feedback, we've said before, we hear, we hear the feedback, what we do, and it, and it really hurts me in a weird sense because we always had support of the industry. We always, I always had music industry support mm. for the, everything that we've done, purely based on we take a few risks, we do it, and we do it right, we always look after the small guys. Now, well, we are the small guys in this, in a weird sense. But yeah, and that's, and that's the next thing that I kind of, in terms of our chemistry and, and what we believe in, mm. In terms of where things are going and, and what we do, like, I will continue to do this for as long as w- we can. 
Oh, I believe in this 100%. Like, this is, and this is where, and this is why it excites me because you're, you're in the same boat as me. Yeah. And the thing is, we both have not only a drive for what we're trying to do. Drive show. <laughs> not, <laughs> not only a drive for what we're trying to do, but we've got the same direction and same view. Like we've got to drive for up and coming musicians in Australia in particular, because there's so much that is not, especially in dance music, which is why I like that we've been put into the dance yeah, direction. Music, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like we, there are a lot of up and coming DJs and upcoming producers that just are so, a, a, a dying for a avenue avenue to mm. just to just have and we they are that avenue they the don't moment. have it man they really don't yeah the the amount of guys that you you've found uh for like our radar for um you know you know guest mixes and i'm like man i wouldn't even i wouldn't even seen them in the street or heard them on facebook because they maybe they're a bit intimidated to hit me up because i'm because you're massive, man. Because I'm huge. <laughs> <laughs> but they won't. But, and this is great that they come and at least hit us up on our socials um, or, you know, you or anyone. And, and this is great for us. So we don't have our normal Sydney guys. And these guys don't get a break because that's why I also work with the Your Shot guys. Mm. Um, and these guys, they're, they're, they're just definitely so eager to get out there and there's no space for them because the industry is over, overfilled and they don't get a chance. Pretty much, it sounds a lot like our situation here. Like, I really want to be bigger because we want to help these small guys out. We want to get big. And they're like, this is our, their only chance to get big. Yeah. <laughs> so and we, our, we, yeah, it's like we found a little niche market, but also it could be huge. I lo- the, one of the main things from what we're doing, and I, I, I kind of have this urge to want to do it more, is, and, and which is why I keep pushing for us. I mean, not only for our own gain, don't get me wrong. Like you have to be, let's be real. Our own gain would be great. I would love to do this full time, nonstop. Get paid. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, the biggest thrill for me is when like we have an up and coming DJ or uh, uh, someone that hits us up and goes, Hey, I'd love to get mm. the, I'd love to get my mix or this new dance track on, on air. Can, can we get something going? And them hear themselves on air and then they send us a message and go, mm. hey, man, I really appreciate what, like being able to do this. Like, yeah, this is such an awesome opportunity for me. And I'm like, dude. Take, it, took, it took us two seconds to put it on there as well. But it, like it's we get, the point We of that. push yeah. and we get it approved by content. But the moment it is, happy days. Like, mm. That's the big thank you to me. That's, that's, so that's the payment. At the moment, that's the payment for me. Like being able to have these up and coming artists, up and coming DJs, yeah. producers send us tracks. We send it onto content. They get it approved, whatever. And then them sending us a message being like, thanks yeah. so much. We really appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. Like, and it's that's like, what I want to do. Small wins, man. I that's love like, yeah. promoting up and coming artists that are just fucking grinding, man. Yeah, that's, that's crazy to think that because I all, like, I, the funny thing is I listen to the show pretty much every week. Maybe there's one or two that I haven't listened to because maybe I was out or something, mm. but I listen to the show. I remember when I first started, I used to, <laughs> my missus and I were hanging out it'd be like on a Sunday or even a Friday night and I'd be like oh no 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 let, let me just change the music for a second Ch- took, took my Spotify off put the show on and listen to me on the show or listen to us you know at a you know at our gathering on a Sunday because 
I want to enjoy what I, and I love it. I love listening to it because I'm fascinated by the concept of it. I'm on radio. Mm. I'm listening to myself on radio. This is national. People, anyone out there could be listening to it right now. And what are they thinking? Yeah. Are they are they enjoying it? Is it fitting exactly what you're doing? And it's and it's a strange concept, but I appreciate it so much. And that's why I think I keep doing it. It's it's the con, it's the drive mm. behind I created this and now I see a well-produced show and listen to it and it's cool and it's what I like and hopefully it's out, out there what, what you like as well. And it, yeah. just, it just kind of works. But the best part of it is that we have this cool dynamic chemistry and I, and I really can fit into anyone's lifestyle. It's not too heavy. It's not too harsh. It sounds a bit shit and weird it's coming from me, but I, I listen to a lot of radio stuff and I just like, I'm like kind of, sometimes it's a bit cringeworthy. Let's go like some radio stations have breakfast shows that do not work. And I've listened to a couple that are just like, what is going on here? And it should change. And it's crazy to think chemistry really does work. And I don't know what I'd be doing if I didn't actually meet you, Tony, which is really weird. To well, it's, it's funny you touch on that because it, there's two ways of doing things, right? And in my job as a, like a sound designer, like if you get a script for an ad, for instance, that you've got two females that need to be friends, voicing as friends. Now, part of my job is casting. Now, because I know these voiceovers, it only makes sense whenever I cast that I cast two people that are already friends. The dynamic's already there. Mm-hmm. Now, you can – sometimes it works. Sometimes, in radio, sometimes it works where you get two people from completely different avenues, completely different lives, and they've got their own like social backing or whatever, and they have their own fans. You put them both in a room, you can't – assume that the dynamic's going to be there. And the beauty that I think of us two is this dynamic has grown over years. Like, what, it's been, what, was it like two years with the Zanon show and now one and a half for yeah, yeah. for Zanon and Tony B? Yeah, it's four, like, it should be four years all up, yeah. Well, there you go. And like, you look at that and go, you can't fake dynamic. That dynamic has grown over these years mm. to then what it is now. And I, in terms of where I see it going, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm loving it and I'm here for the ride. And the thing that I look at is I don't want to channel just the radio. I know this dynamic works. We've done partnerships. We've done partnerships with um, opening of jewelry stores to Pixar part to mm. a whole bunch of things that we've grown relationships with PR agencies over the years that have really helped us out with these things and given us these these opportunities yeah, yeah opportunities that we've taken in our stride and we can be anything give us an opportunity we'll take it and run I feel like and you're do asking really for well. a job application now. no i think but it's no, I just get that. more like i do get that though. I, it's not so much asking for anything it's more the dynamics there to say oh we are this or we are that like uh, you listen back to all these podcasts sticking in a lane is not my thing Nah. You turn around and go, Zan and Tony B are a radio duo. No, no, no. Zan and Tony B are great mates that are on air and you want them for anything, you can mm. do it. Now, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not asking for a job right now or any of that sort of stuff. I'm just saying like if there's anyone out there that wants to do something, the only thing holding you back is 
you. Like we're doing right now, we're doing. We don't have a contract with the edge. We don't have a contract with anything. We're not in a binding agreement here. No, We yeah. do this because we want to. That's, and you yeah. turn around and go, you want something? Start. The only thing that can happen is failing. And we've fucking failed so many times. Bro, we're still going. It, it, the, the thing oh, is, we'll continue to fail. <laughs> we're I, failures, bro. So you say this though, and, and this is very, very true. And the, the, the point of the situation is, it's very harsh, but yeah, you, you do exactly what you need to do. The problem here is once it starts taking off, you're going to have a lot of issues when it comes to when you hit that top-ish mark and you're going to have the the main man kind of direct you and build that bridge around where they want to go versus where you want to go. This is where you kind of have to find where we're trying to find. And I think, and this is what I love about us, is that we still try to take the risk mm. and we still try to break. The rules are very, sm- very, very small rule-breaking situations now that I love and I think you have to do it you got to take the risk yeah and um and I'm excited to see where the future goes with us because you know the next step you know which is hard is to get the recognition and I think we are finding some small things to kind of get us recognition that could help us it's just assisting us to where we need to go just to prove that we are worth like it's hard to it's kind of hard in this industry to prove yourself it is hard you can have everything but if you just don't have the small like just a little thing to push you over the edge then it's very then it's gonna it is tough because there there are a lot of talented people out there let's be honest we yeah there's a there's probably heaps of radio hosts and you know up-and-coming guys like us maybe community radio that do stuff but I yeah see i mean we've been given we we have been given a good opportunity with iheart and edge to have that avenue. Oh, and don't get Let's me wrong. Like I'm, I'm ridiculously thankful for what we've got and what we're doing. But I see what you're saying in terms of recognition. Like, I, especially after talking with some of these, some of the artists we have, recognition is one thing. If if it's to get you somewhere, for me, I don't need this. I don't need a pat on the back or a trophy or anything to go. Oh, you're good at what you do. If I believe in it. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like we in ourselves will keep going. We'll I'll I'll just do this for another twenty years. Yeah, just no contract, whatever. I'll keep doing because yeah. I believe and I really do. I think I'm saying that that trophy is what you need to get the the fat cat to to approve. It, it. gets and you in the eyes of of who you need to be. Which is it's it's a shit thing to to kind of have to go with. But I think at the end of the day, it, it's same thing that's happening in the generation now. Yeah, you have a million TikTok followers, you probably get the job over us. If you have 200 million Instagram followers, you probably won't need the second interview. It's always a weird sense of marketing and um, what the overall view is of the person that looks at you straight off the bat. And it's, it is, it's a shit industry to be in when it comes to that kind of thing. But you can't fake chemistry. Mm. And this is insane uh, to have, you know, the Z and Antony B brand and to be right now talking to you listening, it's, it's, it's insane to think that where, where did this come from? It's, it's so organic. And that's why, this is why I'm in it because I won't replace you. You won't replace me. And if you oh, did, I'll replace you. 
Yeah, yeah, you're gonna <laughs> fail miserably. <laughs> All these subscribers can't don't, don't know how to unsubscribe to this. It's it's, it's it's worse than an iTunes subscription that you can't get out of. <laughs> All those fitness apps that you're going, fuck! I'm still in. paying for this shit. How did that happen? Oh, by the way, we're charging you for this subscription. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, it's yeah, out yeah. Your account. <laughs> Pulling Think out of your bank account now. Nigerian offshore account. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's you. You've hit the nail on the head. Like, we'll keep on doing this for as long as it takes because we're passionate about this, passionate about up-and-coming artists, passionate about the industry, passionate about music. And more importantly than everything about that, we're passionate about us. Whenever we hit record, whenever we go to a festival, whenever we go out, I'm looking at this going, I'm doing this for you. Mm. I hope you think about the same. Think about it in the same way. Yeah, man. No, no, it's true. Like I, I make sure that I'm. I'm actually really scared to be on the mic as well. It's just because you're so you know this shit so well. Like you know how I speak. You know how to cut it. You see the overall picture before I even start speaking. It's fucking annoying. But <laughs> but I see the the show. I see how it's produced, and you do it now as well. But I think you know at the end of the day, we both know each other so well that we're we're kind of. We're perfectionists in our own way, and we make make sure the show is produced to the point where we try to impress each other, and it, it works very well. It's not fake; it's, it's, it's exactly where it's meant to be. So this is not going anywhere. Um, and and you said supporting these artists, and this is why I started before I even met you to push this music out to make sure that the Australian artists get what they need, the uh, their recognition. We love Australian artists as well, and international. Obviously, we get them because of um, gives us recognition as well, but. Yeah, big artists, Timmy Trump, uh, Joel Fletcher, and Will Sparks. Man, like, when I first started doing it and falling in love with the sound, I was like, why doesn't the whole world know about this insane genre? I just didn't get why I had to, like, search dark into YouTube to find one of the songs that was played in a dark club in Melbourne. Like, I wish (laughs) it would just get on the radio. And I remember listening to the radio thinking... I just want to hear one of those tracks, one of those Melbourne Underground tracks back then. And um, it got commercialised, I guess, through the evolution of the music. So I'm so glad it did. And I hope it comes back. (laughs) So that's Will Sparks. We're going to be uh, chatting to him in the next episode of More Than Music.